0: Hello, my fellow Romantic Cynics. My name is Monice, and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. Uh, last, The last episode, I mentioned briefly talking about how I changed my personality for the benefit of my now ex-husband um, while we were together. Uh, it's something that I had grown accustomed to, and I thought that would be a great... Uh, Podcast uh, episode. So, without further ado, welcome to episode three. So, I had mentioned that um, I had to change, I learned to change who I was as a person. So, of course, I always want to give you some. Uh, a background and insightfulness into into my world and my history. Um, So my parents um, have been together for 40 years now. um, And they're one really wonderful people that I look up to. And they raised me, I believe, pretty well. Um, Also, of course, I'll give them credit for that. Um, But they also raised me to be exceedingly independent, I mean I came from that whole mindset of I don't need no man type of attitude um, back then, so I had asked um my mom once you know why did she and my dad raise me the way the way they did to give her give a background of my my parents um my mom, you know and dad grew up in a generation where um, you know, you had that idea of a housewife where, you know, the woman would stay home and raise the children and cook and clean and take care of the man. And, and the man's job was to go out and provide and work and, you know, come home, you know? Um, and so that was type of the, the type of generation, you know, my mom grew up in as well as my dad. Um, my dad's, uh, background is far different from my mother's that um, maybe at some point we you know I'll share I'll share what my dad's background was and so I had asked my mom um I had this like philosophical moment when I was a teenager I had asked her I said why did you and dad raise me the way you did to be so independent and my mom um her her answer was she's like I wanted you to um not have to rely on a man. I wanted you to be independent and be able to take care of yourself. And, you know, especially with the the generation that, you know, I grew up in, it was, you know, women needed to be a little bit more independent. Um, and so again, it was one of those, me being raised so fiercely independent and like, I can do things on my own and I don't need no man type of attitude. Like I said before, um, I kind of went into all my relationships thinking that way, where I was pretty upfront about it, I'm like I'm independent, I don't need you, you know, I want you in my life, but I don't need you in my life and um looking back now, probably not the probably not the smartest thing to say, I guess you can for the lack of a better word um to give you a background of my of my now again ex husband um so um, and again, this is the information I'm kind of giving you is what he has admitted to me, uh, throughout the years. So his mom, a uh, wonderful, wonderful woman, um, was that very much that stay at home wife with, you know, again, raising the children, um, cleaning the house, cooking dinner, you know, catering to everything that the husband desired, um, you know, from what I've been told, um. His dad was very much that hard-edged, almost military-style type of uh, how you raise the children. So you kind of have this juxtaposition between kind of like this hard-edged paternal figure and this very soft, wonderful um, maternal figure. Um, And she was the type of woman that would, if you had nothing in life. If you, had, if you were desperate, she would give you every single dime she had, including the shirt off her back. I mean, just a really wonderful woman. Um, and so that is the type of kind of household that um, my ex-husband was raised in. So now kind of look at my personality where I, I like being independent and I like having my freedom, going from, you know, that to, okay, well, you kind, you need to start acting a certain way. Now, I will let you know it's not something that he like he said out loud like this. This is what I expect from you. But there was that expectation of, um, you know, you should be kind of quiet and you should just basically do everything I tell you to do. And, you know, you should learn how to cook and you should learn how to clean and you should learn how to take care of every single one of my needs. So, um, and that was tough for me because again, it was one of those. I wasn't raised to bow down to a man. I wasn't raised to uh, cater to every single one of his needs. It was, hey, this is, I'm my own person. You're your own person. So therefore, maybe you can take care of your own needs. Now, it, it brought about a lot of fights uh, between the two of us. Um, I did mention that I felt like I failed in my relationship, I felt like a failure every day. And that's tough, you know, so you eventually get to a point where, at least from in my, in my perspective, um, in my point of view, where I had to learn how to adjust. So I, you know, I tried, you know, I, I would I would cook these elaborate dinners for him, hoping that I would get some type of, you know, recognition of, hey, you did a good job. And it was always, hey, you know, well, I could have done it better and this is how I would have done it. Or just kind of hounded me in the kitchen where it's like, I'm trying to cook, you know, trying to chop up like something as simple as vegetables. And he's like, well, you're not doing it right. They're not even. Um, and so it was just little things like that where, you know, I would make, a dinner and he would always say, well, it needs this, this, and this, or I could have done it better, you know, could have done a better job. Um, always giving me pointers, always giving me like, Hey, you know, you should do this. So it was a lot of this back and forth of you should do this, or you need to do this. And I, and the type of person was like, well, I don't like to be told what to do. Um, and I can kind of do things on my own. Um, so that's kind of like how, The dynamic of our relationship was, which is unfortunate, Um, so I couldn't really be myself. But um, I always felt, um, and this is kind of hard to say, but I always felt like I was lacking. Like I needed to be more like his mother. I needed to be more like her. I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to be who I was as a person and as an individual. I mean, you can just, have you ever had an experience where you just look at the person's face and you can just read or you can see that you're a disappointment in their eyes or you're lacking. I mean, it's 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 a really sad feeling and it, it's it's hurtful because you know, at least from again my experience, I knew that I would never be the person that he needed me to be. I could never be the person that he wanted me to be. It was this back and forth, you know, fight between him and myself. And it was a fight, an internal fight between myself and myself. Um, I know that sounds kind of a little weird the way I said it. But, you know, for those of you who have been there, you know exactly what I mean. And so it was this back and forth, like I was fighting who I was, like the person I am, to try to be the person he needed me to be. Now, I will mention this. Um, I never asked him to change, but there was an assumption, you know, that he should change. Now, I I don't recommend that you feel like you need to change a person um, or that they should change, but the person themselves should want to change to be a better version of themselves. Um, he was adamantly stubborn. And, you know, there were times and again, I'm not I'm not proud to admit this where I was just I was just exhausted of being that person. And I became a shell of a person. I mean, I became just like this, I'm kind of an introvert on my own. Um, I know how to be an extrovert in certain environments in certain situations. But I just became so more So much more like pulled in on myself where I had to hide who I was when I got home. And that's that's a tough thing to do. It causes causes this mental distress in a sense, at least for me, Um, knowing that I was never going to be good enough. Um, now him, on the other hand, I had mentioned that, you know, he's adamantly stubborn. It was more of like, well, this is just who I am. So you're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have to learn to live with it. And that's hard because you have one person trying to change in order to be the person they need you to be. And you have this other person who just blatantly refuses to work on themselves. Um, and that's, that was, that was a tough, um, tough relationship to be in for me now you know there were times where we we had arguments and I knew that he needed expected me to say like something in particular and you know I'm not a mind reader and no one is a mind reader and there will be times where I'm like can you just tell me what I need to say so I make it better um and it was more of like well I'm not going to tell you type of type of uh, attitude and type of mentality, and again, it was this very—it um, was an interesting relationship, to say the least. And I say interesting because I, I choose to be somewhat um, not so negative. I guess you can—I <laughs> guess you can say—and I wanted to find a balance between who Monise is as a real person versus who he wanted me to be. And I just couldn't. I was so independent. And I just didn't need to rely on someone. Um because you know the moments that I tried showing him who I was, it wasn't good enough. And so therefore again I had to hide who I was. Um, The only time I could I really felt comfortable being myself Um, close to myself was at work, which is really sad to kind of say because, you know, you should feel comfortable being who you are at home. And you kind of have a little bit, you know, maybe somewhat of a mystery, somewhat of, you know, some type of privacy of who you are at work. And it was interesting because it was the opposite for me where I could show more of my personality and be you know, be nice and genuine and, and teasing to people versus being at home where I just couldn't do anything like that. Even being independent, um, I really couldn't show my independence. Now, I I hate to admit this about myself, but there were times that I felt like I had to play dumb. Um, I think for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm an intelligent person. Um, and there was times where I just played like the dumb person in the relationship just because I felt like I couldn't show that side of me to him without him feeling threatened um, about things like that. Um he never came out and said it, but you can tell that he wanted me to act a certain way. He wanted me to dress a certain way. Um, I I will share with you one of my experiences, um, as a manager, you know, you, you kind of dress the parts, you know, so I always try to dress very professionally. Um, so I wore like, I wore skirts and I wore like jackets and blouses. So it was always very, and you know, in heels. It was very professional because that's the way I wanted to be presented at work. I wanted to be presented as an intelligent professional manager. Um, This one time, um, and I know he's done it. He, I knew he had done it a few times, but I remember uh, we had those, uh, the little ring doorbells installed. Um, So of course, you know, has the camera and everything like that. So, you know, I left, for work one day. And he, he calls me. He's like, I saw what you're wearing. I'm like, he's like, it's not professional. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I saw that you're wearing a skirt. I'm like, okay. I said, but the skirt's long. It's not like it's short. It's, it's close to my knee level. Um, he's like, well, I don't like what you're wearing. I don't think it's professional. A part of me wanted to go home and change and then the other part of me that was stubborn and digging my heels and said, "No, he's just going to have to deal with it, and I'm going to have to deal with the wrath when I get home." Um, so I didn't change. I ended up going home. I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I I think I beat him home um, this one day, and I changed really quickly. And they came, you know, of course I was in my comfy clothes, comfy clothes. And he walks in. and He's like, "Well, why did you change?" I'm like, "Well, I, I didn't. I was." not comfortable what i was wearing anymore and i wanted to be comfortable and i always said well you shouldn't you shouldn't have changed you go out looking like that and again i dress very professionally um i don't dress questionably for work um again i it's the type of i wanted to have a certain type of persona at work and it was professional and um I wanted to be professional and I wanted to look sophisticated. And so that was the type of persona that I wanted to project at work. Um, and so he had a problem with, again, the way I dressed. And so he, again, this really goes back to being so independent and relying on me, him wanting me to rely on him. And I just couldn't because um, part of me didn't respect him, which... You know, that will definitely be another topic we will talk about is respect in a relationship. I have, oh, I have stories to tell you. So I think it's important that everyone, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, you know, hold on to your independence and hold on to who you are as a person. And I know it can be tough and sometimes, but if you feel like you yourself have to sacrifice the person you are deep down for the sake of someone else because you feel maybe manipulated or forced or for a variety of reasons now if you yourself want to change to be a better person that's different but when you feel like you have to change because you feel like a failure or you feel like you're lacking or no matter what you do it will never be good enough that's a problem um Be true to yourself. Love who you are. If you're comfortable in your own skin, good for you. I commend you. It took me a long time to feel comfortable in my own skin, but I was also in a very um unhealthy relationship that that I felt like I couldn't do that. Um I've I've been a fighter and I've always felt like deep down I knew who I was. Um, but I just couldn't portray that at home. So I guess my whole, the whole reason for this particular conversation that I'm having is, again, be be true to yourself, know who you are, and and if you feel like you're in a relationship where you just can't be yourself, you know, I know it can be scary sometimes to walk away from something that you've invested time and energy in, and maybe you have children with, I know it's hard and this is not by any means, not by advi- any type of advice, but from what I've experienced, it was easier for me to walk away because I was sacrificing myself too much. Um, I didn't. I didn't want to do that anymore. I. I was so unhappy and so miserable that I had to make a choice. And even though sometimes, you know, being being on your own can be scary, but it's very much. Um. How can I put this? It's very. It's very liberating, and it's very eye opening, and it's going to be one of the most amazing experiences you will have because you're going to find out exactly how strong of a person you are so with that I hope you find happiness I hope that you become the better the best version of yourself and I hope that you find someone that will love you for who you are and they love you unconditionally so I will say goodbye for now Love Always, The Romantic Cynic.